0: Back up, please.
1: Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 144. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, I have Abhishek.
0: Hello, everyone. And Aditya is back from a trip to Kashmir.
1: A refreshing trip, a leisurely trip to Kashmir, Gulmarg, where we saw uh, there were
0: hailstorms out there, surprisingly. Uh. We pronounced Kashmir so differently. I pronounced it just like a Maharashtrian word, Kashmir. My mother likes to call it Kashmir. It's Kashmir. So how? What, what did I say? I you said, said Kashmir. Kashmir. You said, you
1: should... I said Kashmir. Yeah. Ha, ji, thoda influence ab tak hai na? Wahan how do you say thank you in Hindi? Thank No, no. I mean the Urdu, Urdu. Sorry, Urdu. Urdu. Shukriya. Shukriya. Right? Shukriya is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, out there, they, they call it sukriya hmm. sukriya and anything that you say we had this taxi driver who you know we said jara jara baaju mein dukaan mein rok lenge inshallah hmm.
0: inshallah <laughs> ki bhai bhai ke liye keh rahe Insh- <laughs> exactly choti, choti baat, In- inshallah ke darahun, badam, inshallah, what inshallah basically means god, god willing, willing
1: right so i was always confused i mean i didn't want to say ask him as to why you say inshallah right i mean the guy might get offended right.
0: but i always wondered why did he say inshallah exactly yeah.
1: i also went to places like you know gulmarg which is very very close to baramulla mm-hmm. which is which is on the loc northern loc no gun wielding jawans at every 100 meters or anything like that it was pretty good
0: good for tourists then because 2009 when we had been to Ladakh, we passed through srinagar i don't think we could have said the same thing Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So good things. I mean, you want to get started with the topics that we have at hand? Yeah. The first one is pretty sad with, um, you know, Saeed Salim Shaza, the prominent journalist who, who was actually known for investigative journalism in terrorism, was found dead with signs of torture yesterday after being absent, after being
0: missing for two days. Yes, his body was bruised, had a punctured stomach. His car was 25 miles away. He had gone to Islamabad, could cover one of those stories. And he was the journalist who had written that Al-Qaeda carried out that very brazen attack on the naval air station in Karachi, right, sometime back on May 22nd. Because the talks failed between the Navy and the Al-Qaeda and it was a big embarrassment for Pakistan. And now many journalists, fellow journalists and tweeters have put it out in the open that uh, there is a big hand or there is only the hand of uh, ISI in this
1: yeah, exactly. And another prominent, uh, you know, investigative journalist, Umar Chima, who was also abducted and t- tortured last year, he said that they probably just wanted to torture him to infuse some fear in the minds of other writers or the journalists, but just went a bit too far. And unfortunately, he died during the whole thing.
0: So there should be a, uh, I thought, all right, always that journalists were always fed. Of course, Daniel Pearl happened and uh, it it took it to another level where you could not trust the Taliban or the terrorists to, you know, not shoot the messenger. It is said that you don't you don't kill a neutral party, the one who covers the news.
1: It is almost like these film celebrities, like they can't live without media. They can't do without media either. The terrorists need the media guys to glamorize their uh, you know, whatever they do. Or, that or is, you sometimes
0: know, not only, not just glamorize, them, but just to get the message out to uh, exactly. the common, you know, right, these guys, the, the terrorists have in the past leaked out or voluntarily submitted tapes about what their demands are to Al Jazeera and the other, other news channels like those. And there is a journalist who was thrown into popularity because he was the only one who had access to Osama bin Laden. And all the interviews that he had done with Ladin was done by this one particular journalist who is alive and well I think with GOTV of Pakistan yeah. but uh, so it's sad that there have been more than 17 killings in the past uh, one and a half years in Pakistan and all of them have been journalists yeah I
1: read that and Pakistan ranks pretty low on the press index as well freedom of press index that is out there so they rank something like 178th yeah.
0: India would be right up there, I guess, with the way we like to tear apart our politicians. Britain would be number one, I think, and India would be somewhere in the first ten, I think, I suspect.
1: Yeah, or or I think Sweden will be number one with uh, the WikiLeaks uh, happening out there. Yes. (laughs) It's pretty sad that it is not a terrorist organization that people suspect it, who people suspect to have carried this thing out, it is ISI that even Pakistanis are talking and writing about.
0: Yep, yeah, there is this uh, mohammad Hanif who is a best-selling author of many books in Pakistan, and his, his tweet read, "Any journalist here who doesn't believe that it's our intelligence agencies?" Question mark. So that was his tweet,
1: ah. and
0: he's a Pakistani. So that's our intelligence agencies means ISI here.
1: And it also goes back to, you know, a couple of times Saeed Salim Shahzad, he himself had reported to the Human Rights Organization that he had received threats from ISI. He had also written that he had met two ISI officials who, you know, he named them Rear Admiral Adnan Nawaz and Commodore Khalid Parvez from, uh, of ISI, asking him to reveal the sources of his story and also write a denial which he refused and they had then threatened him with dire consequences.
0: Some days back, he he said and I quote in one newspaper that I am seriously considering the entire process of reporting and to what extent I can put my own team at risk. It is becoming increasingly dangerous for people to openly report whether militants or security agencies are involved. And this is what happens a few days later.
1: Yes, suddenly he vanished while he was going to a television talk show to discuss the very article that he had written. So pretty sad. And now as a result, you know, Pakistan Interior Minister heman Malik, um, he has approved orders permitting journalists to carry small arms and for them for self-protection. Yeah. So that thing happened. But coming across the border back to India, Baba Ramdev is hitting the news for almost right and the wrong reasons. The right reason basically could be in a way that he'll be attempting fast unto death uh, beginning June 4th.
0: Attempting. Uh, I like the way you put it. He's (laughs) attempting fast unto death. (laughs) So Unless, of course, Chidambaram and the like say, hey, hang on. And that's what uh, Dr. Manohan Singh said today. He said, please don't do this again. We just had Mr. Anna Hazare do it. We don't want an encore, especially from you, who's got 10 times or 100 times more support than Anna Hazare does.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what, what is he fighting about, though? So he is against black money. He's saying, get all the black money back and declare it as national wealth.
0: Which well, that's more than a trillion dollars. Exactly. According to what puts
1: it. Is it possible to do that from an economic point of view? Will it be good for the Indian economy if suddenly all this money is pumped back? <laughs> and what happens when when there is an increase in liquidity? Is it inflation or deflation?
0: Inflation. Too many, too much money chasing too few goods. So your mangoes, which cost two fifty rupees a dozen now today, which is at the end of the season, right. will suddenly cost a thousand bucks because you've got. Lots to spend, and uh, there are
1: hardly any mangoes out there.
0: Ah, okay. All right. Okay. So, so that might
1: happen. What Abhishek just said. If all that black money. You.
0: That means you clearly do not listen to business Nation. What? If you ask me that question. <laughs> That's the podcast from our from, from, from the business side for yeah, the ones Which, is, which for is the first time.
1: Which has been yeah. very regular for the past <laughs> month. So congratulations on that. <laughs> so Baba Ramdev is saying that I am going on to not only me, who is going to be at Delhi's Ram Lila Maidan. But also in 624 other districts across India, people will be fasting on the first day itself. He expects more than a crore of people to be fasting. Mm-hmm. Everybody from the Prime Minister to Pranam Mukherjee to Kapil Sibyl has gone and met him up. And there was this interesting visual on news that all these politicians were there at the airport. And Baba Ramdev was getting into a chartered flight of his own.
0: A very rich Baba going on hunger strike. What a brilliant position, do exactly <laughs> uh, and he's also so, he's also against uh, the lokpal bill for some reason again now against for or what is he is he is he doing lokpal I, for, just just I before you this get into the, get into the story for the ones uh, uh not knowing what lokpal bill is it lok, lok means people and pal is protector so lokpal was protector of the people so everybody under the law whoever is corrupt will be punished if found guilty
1: any public servant will come under the purview of this particular act Mm. which is meant specially for investigating uh, corruption charges. But his take on um, Lokpal is very different. At least it was very different yesterday. He said that the Prime Minister of India and the Chief Justice of India should not come under the purview of Lokpal because these are very dignified positions.
0: Ah, Um, I thought it was the other way around. He was demanding Prime Minister, Chief Minister, Chief Justice also to be part of the under the no. purview of Lokpal Bin. So it's confusion. So I read one news and you read the other and he basically has turned around his own statements. <laughs> exactly. Statements.
1: We are not sure as to what his stance on purview of PM or Chief Justice under Lokpal Bin. It's so
0: convenient, right? It's so good that we are part of Indicast and not some news channel where we can we can just say we are not exactly sure about what he just said. But, but thinking- that is... What, <laughs> that is
1: we, we just say it out in... In that language, what what other news channels will say is that reportedly, yeah. B- Baba Ramdev is... Or allegedly. Um, uh, yeah, so we, so we should start using those fancy words. Okay? <laughs> but history tells us that chief ministers are not very interested in having a Lok Ayukta or, or a Lokpal sort of a body in their states so so it's still up in the air as to what is finally going to be in the draft which is set to be released on june 30th
0: are you sure june 30th because it was the bill was introduced in 71 77 85 89 96 98 <laughs> 2001 2005 2008 ladies and gentlemen and yet it has never been passed
1: <laughs> yeah so i think progress healthy progress might happen in the monsoon session
0: okay yeah. talking that about what... monsoon the summer season has been filled with people going on fast. Apart from Mr. Ranna and and Baba Ramdev, there was Kerala Chief Minister... Uh, have you heard about this uh, gentleman? V.S. Achyutanan. Achyutanan. Oh, Achyutanandha. you've got a yes, go? yes, yes. GK, man. Good. Yeah, so he went on a fast. <laughs>
1: uh, Either that or you perceive me to be a very...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you are, you've always been 10 steps ahead in politics from, compared to me, man But yeah, he went on a fast to ban... Uh, one particular kind of a pesticide which was incidentally hurting a lot of farmers and people out there in Kerala and uh, thankfully he said that he ended his fast in 7 hours because uh, he was 87 and that would have been very fatal for him to go on with a fast at that age and Prime Minister didn't have much to worry about.
1: Uh, He sort of backfired I would say.
0: (laughs) No but it it helped him reach his objective though.
1: That's what we care for. Yeah. That's what we care for. So, uh, do you, do Why you my have an opinion? What was
0: what, what's an 87 year old doing as Kerala's chief minister? With all due respect, he should rather be an advisor to the chief minister who's 57 who can do all the running around. 87?
1: You know what he would say? He would call you an Amul baby. That is what he did uh, to Rahul Gandhi who asked him the same question. If he actually wins and becomes a CM by the time his tenure ends, he'll be 91. Right. And Achudanandan says, yeah, yeah, Amul baby, yeah, keep quiet.
0: <laughs> and somewhere so, in Gujarat, the marketing team of Amul will be like, yeah, yes! <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: Yep. Uh, you know, write a billboard for me on this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, so I what I was asking you was, what's your opinion, your, your take on should the PM and uh, Chief Justice be under the purview of Lokpal?
0: Well, the the other question is, if they are not under the purview of Lokpal, then are they in the purview of some other law where, you know, they can be punished if found guilty? There should be a reason why the chief minister or the chief justice has not been part of the Lokpal draft.
1: Yeah. In fact, there is recommendation by the UN for setting up these corruption related acts. And it says that there has to be an independent body which investigates into the Uh, working of the judiciary as well as the highest political leader which is the prime minister in our case so the question that you ask is very valid as if not lopal then who is it cbi but then we know cbi is practically controlled by the government itself so who is actually going to issue the orders to investigate the pm i think the question should be Why shouldn't the PM and Chief Justice come under the purview of Lokpal rather than why should they? Let's move on to a few lighter stories now. There's been this one story that you sent me where a satellite town of Badlapur, which is uh, in Maharashtra, very close to Mumbai, has uh, started offering online funeral services. Now, this crematorium is actually operated by the municipal council itself. So using these services, what it will do is it will allow relatives to watch the funerals because they couldn't come there due to travel constraints or time mm-hmm. and distance. What was surprising to me was uh, that it's free.
0: Oh, is it? I didn't know that fact now. I didn't read that story that well enough then. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> I, I love I love the fact that it's live streaming at a crematorium. Four cameras which will be put on at the request of the family members, obviously. And
1: uh, Why not extend this to hospitals also? State hospitals, government hospitals. We, you, we know how many, how many uh, childbirths are taking place. Uh, Yeah, just last
0: week, I think we spoke about your brother beaming his kid to you when he's he's in the US through some app on on phone, iPad, on on an
1: iPad, on an iPad. But, you know, you know, similar services could be offered for uh, there could be kiosks where people could just take their babies and for five minutes for five rupees. BSNL mm-hmm. could set it up. They could beam their child back to, you know, wherever Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, mm-hmm. wherever they come from.
0: So that was another thing. But let, let's move on to. Let's you get... know, before before you move on, I wanted to tell you this. Uh, there are a couple of funeral services in Bandra. And during our college days, uh, I and Matunga someplace there. While coming back home, uh, I read two taglines. I don't know if I've said this before because I love these two taglines of two. Uh, not what do you call them? The undertakers, the undertakers.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know the word. Casket makers. Yeah, yeah.
0: So one of the tagline, right? When you drop dead, drop in. <laughs> and then the other one was, we are the last persons to let you down. <laughs> so wonderfully, <laughs>
1: Undertakers life. with a sense of humor.
0: Yeah.
1: You will have your last laugh with them.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. What? Well. so money on something.
1: Yes, I am. Britannia chocolate chip uh, biscuits, and Britannia didn't even pay us to for me to say that.
0: Yeah, we are the same, right? Like Kerala Chief Minister, that is our popularity. Move <laughs> <what it's- laughs> on. on. Shahid Afridi
1: also just killed his um, career. By what, fake for seventh time, yeah, by and that too by fake quitting international cricket, a conditional retirement is what he's calling it. Is because he was dropped from the current uh one day side. Uh, he said that I am angry, I'm a Pakistani male whose ego is hurt, and until the board changes, I'm going to retire.
0: I think those were his words, except the ego part. He you he, he pretty much quoted it, yeah, that there is nothing bigger than a man's respect and the way that the board has treated me. There is a limit to everything. So under protest, this is a conditional retirement.
1: What Pakistan, what PCB did was uh, they promptly suspended Afridi's contract. P- but he's in
0: and he's earning good money for, he's playing some T20 matches. No,
1: so, so that's exactly what has happened, right? Afridi should, should have really taken legal counsel before he went out and said all these things. And as part of clause 4, 2.1.4 of central contact. Now this cancellation of contract by PCB has also led to cancellation of all NOCs, no objection certificates granted by PCB to Afridi as well. One of those NOCs was that he can play for Hampshire. Oh. So apparently now he can't play for Hampshire in T20 season either. That's why. That's why. Take legal counsel before you say anything, boss.
0: Yeah. And yeah. talking about Cricket India will be led by Suresh Raina when India tours West Indies in less than a week. So he's the standing stand-in captain because Gambhir was, uh, to, to, to be the stand-in and he's not playing because of a shoulder injury. Tendulkar, Gambhir, Yurat Singh not playing. So Raina, Badrinath, Kohli, Dravid, Vivianus, Lakshman, a second-rung or a third-run Indian team playing against a tenth-rung West Indies, West Indies side.
1: The good news is that actually it, it might actually turn out to be a good company. <laughs> tournament. While all those things uh, are happening, an income tax tribunal has also ruled that Sachin Tendulkar is an actor and has awarded deductions were too close to him. Yeah,
0: Tendulkar said that, hey, look, when I act in or when I am doing all those ads, don't consider me as a sportsman, but as an actor. And uh, there must be some clause which says that if you can get some tax exemption on the income that you earn, through such uh, contracts. And uh, it has actually uh, got him a waiver of some 59 lakhs, that's half, more than half a crore of rupees. Uh, And of course, there are conflicting opinions about how Tendulkar has, you know, Chindigiri, that's the word in Hindi, why Tendulkar should have done that. But I think very clearly, if a common man uh, like me, I haven't done that because of laziness, but if I... Forge or if I tell my company that look, I'm paying a rent of 12,000 rupees per month to my dad, who's retired, then I get an exemption of 12,000 into 12, that's 96, right? That's a lot, yeah. Oh, that's not 96. That's, 144, <laughs> 144,000 rupees. <laughs> uh, so, in other words, a person who cannot do math well, can get an exemption of 1,44,000 rupees and when a person like Dendul who's earning in crores if he's using a couple of loopholes in the law. There is nothing wrong in it. Let's not be hypocrites while posting comments on Facebook, including many many people that I know, protesting that 10-weeker shouldn't have done this i mean he's
1: legally he's legally allowed to do that so what had happened what had happened was that uh, the chief commissioner of income tax for assessment years back in 2001 to 2005 had uh, said that no acting is not your primary profession and uh, so you cannot go for all these deductions under the act usat rr um which where, do
0: you allowed- get this from now? where do
1: you get all these <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> I just read the information you read headlines what can uh-huh. i do <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what works
1: <laughs> exactly just, yeah go on go on. just go oh five line ke baad, no when your attention deficit is kicking in <laughs> just resist the urge to go on to the next <laughs> tab <time.
0: laughs> i'll try that from next time on man So,
1: and it was very funny as to what the tribunal said, uh, (laughs) saying that in the present case, the assessee, while appearing in advertisements and commercials, has to face the lights and camera. As a model, the assessee brings to his work a degree of imagination, creativity and skills to arrange elements in a manner that would affect human senses and emotions to have an aesthetic value. And so, basically, there is
0: one particular reason, there is this is exactly the reason why I don't go beyond four lines. <laughs> but that, that is where long the long sentence.: That is where the
1: fun part begins. I mean, yeah. a sassy That's about it. We had another topic about Angela Merkel's visit to India. It was just a short visit. She just came over here for a day. Igdin Meai, she took away a, an award Javala Nehru award for international understanding. What was Which that? Was I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is given to her by Prativa, President Prativa Patil. The other things that she wanted to discuss was um, the new MD of IMF. Now, IMF is a privately held bank, right? It's not an international body. So why was a politician out here talking about IMF, International Monetary Fund? IMF's head
0: chief, since the time it was founded, has traditionally been a European. Yeah. And the World Bank head has always been an American. That's the understanding that you take the IMF, that is Europeans take the IMF head post, huh. and, uh, by, and this World Bank by the American. So now there is this whole gap, right? The whole new position that has been created because of yeah. Mr. Joschon doing what he did. So did they you? are lobbying. They are lobbying for a European to head that post. And yep. Germany from Europe. So yeah, that's much where politics comes in. It's going to be a European at the end. It's Lagarde or Lagarde. Lagarde,
1: Lagarde, lagard. yeah, yeah, yeah. The French okay. woman, right? Yeah,
0: and she's considered to be a rock star in these words, a rock star among business women in
1: ah. uh, Europe.
0: When she enters a meeting, she's very flamboyant, she can speak immaculate English, knows, and a number of languages and all of that. But, and, Good for her.
1: So until those were the topics that we had, I need to run, got some things to handle. So let's end mm-hmm. this episode out here. If you have any comments on whatever we have said, please log on to www.theindicast.com. We have also an active community on Facebook who have been asking us to come out with mobile apps. Let's see how that
0: goes. Indicast Podcast Network, that's the one. So go like us there. And-
1: exactly. And don't forget to follow us, follow our Twitter accounts as well. I'm at AC Mahatre. Abhishek is at... Sheik Kumar and IndiCast is at IndiCast. Yes, and that's about it guys, until next time,
0: bye-bye. Bye-bye.